So thanks again, Shamila, for your time with us. Can you comment on that ruling in favour of them, these three students who sued their former English teacher and four others for absenteeism? We're really proud of these students after so much time and effort for seeking justice for themselves and hopefully there will be a change for future generations. Yeah, Tiana Guru uh, has been one of those who championed this case. Did these three students initiate the case on their own? Was there someone who helped them or pushed them to, to move forward? Because, you know, it's rare that you get students suing their teachers. Absolutely. It's unprecedented. And really, having spoken to some of these students, Um, It was not a decision that they came to easily or, you know, without a lot of deep thought and consideration and talking to families. But really, they felt uh, terribly wronged, you know, that there was a breach of justice for themselves. And they really, really believed that the reason why they had failed their uh, English at Form 5 was because they did not receive proper guidance and instruction and and teaching in the language. And from what we understand, they had been talking about this among themselves. They'd shared this with some of the teachers of their happiness, that they were not being taught and taught adequately. And I think from what I understand, someone had suggested that, you know, you should just seek justice through the courts if you're not getting it anywhere else. We hear from the court case that they had actually spoken to the various other teachers and the head teacher all of whom basically were unable or unwilling to assist them. Mm. So, you know, that's how they were pushed towards seeking justice through the court system. And, I mean, the legal process can be quite complicated and daunting for any grown-up. And then these are three students. Do you know if they reached out for help from any, you know, uh, legal aid, counsel? Um, From what we understand also, they did approach some organisations that support children and children's issues. And the good thing is that there are lawyers in Sabah who are willing to also stand up for human rights and education is a fundamental human right. Mm. And and that's how they got in touch with the lawyers and had lawyers kind of help them navigate the system. That's great. Oh, so other than this... is something that Tiada Guru has kind of, you know, kept an eye out on and supported as well. That's amazing. And was Tiada Guru set up for this very purpose, um, absenteeism among teachers? Um, so Tiada Guru has perhaps a slightly wider mandate. Certainly, this was the start of it, but it has a slightly wider mandate because there's a recognition that a lot of the civil service um, or civil servants are unhappy about certain things that are happening, but feel that they are unable to get support from their superiors. But, you know, like I said, education is a fundamental right. And if we're not going to be able to educate our children because of teacher absenteeism, and if teachers are afraid to speak up and speak out about it, we're actually kind of going into a cycle of fear-mongering and of poverty as well. Because if you're not able to get a good education, you won't be able to get a good job. And the whole cycle of poverty is, you know, continues. I see. Yes, true. So really, it's about trying to find ways of changing the system so that wrongdoers are called out. And it's not about punishment. It's really about stopping the wrongdoing. It's not about how do we get someone punished, but more about if someone's doing wrong, how are they encouraged to do what is right within the system so that they continue on the right path rather than continue doing what is wrong. Okay. And speaking about uh, students who were wronged, and particularly in this case, absenteeism, is absenteeism among teachers serious in Malaysia or is this case a one-off? This case is definitely not a one-off. There is another case, almost very similar facts from the school that we are also tracking and following. So even within the school, it is a big problem. 
But certainly it seems to be an endemic problem, not just in Sabah, but throughout Malaysia. There have been very, very old reports, which the Ministry of Education, and I'm talking about 40-year-old reports, which the Ministry of Education has has sight of, basically, uh, access to, and uh, which suggests that this problem has been in existence since the 1990s, uh, 2000. So we're talking about 2030, almost 40 years of a problem which just does not seem to be able to get resolved. We also know that many politicians who know of the issue, both Sabahan politicians as well as Peninsula, Samanandran politicians, it is not definitely not a one-off. But for some reason, there doesn't seem to be the political nor administrative will to resolve it, despite the decades of the problem. And then the students become the victims. But it's not just the students. Society is a victim because we're paying teachers to teach. It is our taxpayers' money that's going towards this. Um, They're not teaching, but they're still earning a salary from the taxpayers. Mm. But we carry the burden of an uneducated or lowly educated society. Mm. So it's, again, the taxpayers who are going to be taxed and burdened if people are unable to get jobs or or to sustain jobs, um, if they're only going to be doing low-level work, how much can they earn with the cost of living? So, you know, at every turn, it's every single one of us as taxpayers who are bearing the burden of bad administration and teachers who don't go to school to teach, teach absenteeism. Mm. Not just the students alone, although they are the um, the first victim, if you like. Right. And when a teacher is absent for a prolonged period, what is the role of the authorities from the school principal to the education ministry? Well, you know, I mean, um, the Ministry of Education has a very clear SOP, if you like, where any kind of misconduct and, you know, absent without leave is a serious misconduct. The different procedures are quite clear in that the head of the department or the head of the school must make a report within five days. There will be an investigation, um, evidence gathering, all that kind of thing. And then the case of that the teacher who's absent will then be filed with the disciplinary board under the Education Services Commission. So, you know, there are very clear procedures and timelines set out, you know, uh, to be followed, none of which are followed in this case. Right. Okay. Um. In in this particular case, we have yet to see any public statement from the Education Ministry on this. Has anyone reached out to Tiada Guru? Um, there was a meeting with Tiada Guru sometime in January earlier this year. But, you know, since then, there has been nothing. Uh, Tiada Guru did issue an open letter, but there has been no response from anyone from the ministry, from the minister down. There's been no response. There's been complete silence, radio silence. Uh, which is deeply worrying because, you know, you can see that the whole uh, turn of the case has been about teach absenteeism, the rampant abuse of power, the fact that children have been abused and violated, that teachers have been penalised, and yet there has been nothing from anyone in authority over the teachers or in respect of the students. Mm, I see. Well, then it's good that uh, this judge ruled in, in, in the favour of the three students because then it shines a spotlight on this case again and hopefully change will happen from there. Yes, we're very hopeful that there will be change. We are hopeful and we look forward to the ministry reaching out to Tiada Guru and other organisations that work in these kinds of areas because we really need to see the change happen. You know, um, we cannot continue like this. Education in Malaysia is at one of the lowest levels now and we really need to do something for our children, our children's children and the future of this country.
Okay, sounds great. Shamila, is there anything else you'd like to add before we end the phone call? Uh, I just want, you know, just two points. The first is that, you know, education is often referred to as a great equaliser because through education that doors to jobs will be opened, doors to resources and skills that can help a person not only survive but to thrive. And education is a right. It's not a privilege. It's a right that we must honour. And therefore, access to quality education has globally been recognized as a solution to poverty. So it's high time we had the political and administrative will stop teacher absenteeism and to promote quality education. And the second point I would like to make is that this case has revealed the unwillingness of other teachers who know about the absenteeism to speak up. And there seems to be either a culture of apathy or of fear. So more must be done to strengthen the whistleblower policy and to offer protection for whistleblowers so that we actually start hearing more about these cases and that we can start taking serious action to protect uh, those who blow the whistle and to start resolving the problem of teacher absenteeism. Okay, thank you very much, Shamila. Shamila is a senior litigation lawyer, child's rights advocate, and also representative of Tiada Guru Campaign, which has been championing this court case. Thank you once again, Shamila. Thank you.